Greetings, my friends. Welcome to your weekly forecast. My name is Oak with Absalom, the art of astrology and demon slaying. I will be sharing with you practical tips, practical advice for navigating this particular week. I'm super happy to be sharing this information with you every single week, in addition to other episodes where I share my thoughts on demon slaying, on living a well-lived life, a conscious life, and moving towards the processes of liberation. If you enjoy the show every week, please feel free to like and share, leave a review. It really helps me out a lot. And let's get into this forecast for the week. Thank you so much. My friends, welcome to your weekly forecast, starting with Sunday, January 28th. It has been a fucking week already, <laughs> and it's only Sunday. Uh, let's review a little bit of the previous week. There's some important things that I want to mention. Firstly, the Sun-Pluto conjunction that occurred last weekend, January 20th and 21st. Sun and Pluto in Aquarius. Um, you know, that started off a narrative that we need to be mindful of. So we're paying attention to this newer energy that is going to be kind of a, a consistent theme for the next 20 plus years. But with Pluto and Aquarius, we, we might expect that cyber attacks or issues with identity theft can definitely be a, a particular theme to consider. And surprisingly, you know, there was this, this Forbes article that was posted maybe on the 23rd or so or the 22nd that says 26 billion records leaked and companies that were affected were like Dropbox, LinkedIn, Twitter, Canva. And I was like, Oh, I actually have all of those things. So, you know, this is supposedly a super massive data leak and from this article, it says mother of all breaches, <laughs> as the researchers refer to it. So this is a pretty big, I mean, 26 billion records. Um, just be very mindful, because I think that when data is leaked, then your account might be deactivated or inaccessible, and then it might be held for ransom. And it's just a big thing that we have to consider in this newer era that we're in. So, you know, Sun-Pluto conjunction, there can totally be some like sketchy shit that occurs. And, you know, lo and behold, that was discovered. You know, I don't know when the leak actually occurred, but definitely the information came out with that Sun-Pluto conjunction. So there we go. And most recently, the ICJ's ruling of the South Africa versus Israel genocide case uh, was announced on Friday, January 26th. And remember what I said about the trial starting on the new moon in Capricorn, that was two weeks ago, that every week, every subsequent week, we would be having updates about this particular trial. And two weeks later, on the full moon, we have the ruling from the ICJ stating that Israel's actions are plausible genocide, and they also did not call for a ceasefire. Since this ruling was going to occur pretty much at the moment that Uranus was stationing direct, which happened yesterday, uh, Saturday, January 27, I knew that there was going to be some kind of a curveball. Uranus had been retrograde for the past five months, and it's stationed direct 
just yesterday. And it's, like I said in the previous forecast, that's really going to characterize this particular week. Reversals, surprises, unexpected happenings. Um, Uranus direct can create a lot of anxiety. And so that's something that I've noticed within my community, within my circles, people kind of having a lot of mental health things coming up or just feeling very overwhelmed. I definitely was feeling that very much so. And in terms of, you know, Uranus stationing direct in Taurus, you know, it does have a lot to do with resources. And what happened is that once the ruling happened on Friday, the U.S. pulled out of giving aid to the UNRWA, which is an organization that is basically funding all of the humanitarian aid to Gaza at this time. And furthermore, on Saturday, uh, the, the following day, there was about, I believe, eight countries that also followed suit. Germany, um, UK, Finland, Australia, Canada, and Italy. Netherlands, Switzerland, they all suspended their funding to this humanitarian aid organization, which is, you know, like that's, it's almost expected that there was going to be some type of a curveball, but here we go. Of the court orders issued, particularly the necessity for basic human services and humanitarian aid to Gaza, here we have these Western countries that are now cutting off funding, which, I mean, it's just clear, like, the, the ICJ is is a UN court. So I think what this is showing us, and in terms of how this is going to relate back to the astrology, is that, like I said, you know, this entire year, the astrology is about organizing. And also, this, this entire year, the astrology keeps suggesting over and over that we must change our minds. We must change the way that we're thinking about things. And as I saw the ruling on Friday, I was just so annoyed. <laughs> I was so annoyed. And it just made me think about how we are literally in just like an abusive, toxic relationship with the West. It's like when you're being gaslit and mentally abused and, and also physically abused in a relationship, Sometimes you don't really even fucking know how to leave that relationship because it's just so bad and you're so intertwined. So harm keeps being done to you or harm is just kind of like the, the basis of the relationship itself. And the only way that you can actually change an abusive relationship is to get out of it. There's no mitigating. There's no kind of like in between. There's no mediation when you're dealing with abuse like this. Maybe this is a bad analogy, <laughs> but it is kind of like that when you know that you have to leave and you don't even fucking know how to get out of it because you've become and you've grown so dependent on this abusive partner that you can't even imagine your life outside of this abuse. And I think that this is kind of where we're at as a culture, as a collective at this time. I don't have many words for this, but at least in terms of the astrology, you know, one of the court orders is that Israel is to give a report, a progress report in about one month, showing the compliance to all these orders, right? So that will be the next full moon. So as I said, something gets locked into a lunar cycle, like how this, this trial occurred at the Capricorn new moon. 
So definitely by in two weeks at the time of that Aquarius new moon, there's going to be another development, certainly. And this particular month is it's just very Uranian. So we will expect some curveballs. We'll expect some pretty <laughs> surprising events. But also here we go, y'all. You know, the events that occur with this uh, court hearing, it's really going to characterize these first two quarters of the year. And so that's what I have to say about that. And so on to a lighter note, we start off the week, uh, Sunday, January 28th with the moon in Virgo. Always a lovely moon to get organized, to get yourself in order, to get your health in check. The moon will stay in Virgo until Monday. And so I'd say that the first part of the week is where a lot of things occur. There's a lot of organization. There's a lot of things actually falling into place Sunday and Monday. So I really would take advantage of that. Sunday is a very busy day compared to the rest of the week. And so what we have is Mercury trying to Uranus. We have Venus trying to Jupiter. We have Venus sextile Saturn. And we have Mercury and Mars that are conjunct and they're squared at the nodes. So this is a lot, like when there's a lot of aspects in the sky, and I'm going to explain all these things in just a moment, but when there's a lot of aspects in the sky, there is a lot of activity in our lives. So this all feels very generative, right? Mercury trine Uranus is great ideas. There's a lot of things falling into place. Um, Venus sextile to Saturn and trine to Jupiter, right? There's something that's pleasant. There's, there's some, there's some stability that's being established with the contact of Saturn. And then the Venus trine to Jupiter is like, you know, there's, there's artfulness. There's, uh, sweet relational dynamics. There's definitely a, 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 a pleasantry that can actually be a part of Sunday. So I think Sunday, has a lot of things coming together. Whereas like, if you felt like you were kind of not really as productive, or if things weren't really um, meshing well, Sunday is where a lot of things are going to just feel like they're starting to gel, basically. Um, the, the thing that's really interesting about Sunday is that Mercury and Mars that have been traveling together very closely for all of last week, um, which has, you know, just by the way, it has created a lot of like, mental intensity. There could be arguing that's occurred. Um, the way that it showed up for me is just like feeling really nervous and having a lot of like mental energy, like being on my phone a lot and just kind of having like an internal aggravation. Like I was feeling very like internally irritable, not for any particular reason. And so, you know, it's the nervous system just getting kind of hyped up. Um, Mercury and Mars squaring the nodes, which actually adds more stress. That's happening on Sunday. A lot of these um, contacts that I'm mentioning, they, they kind of lead into Monday as well. So Mercury, Mars squared the nodes. I feel like this is just that last little bit of closing out any type of argument, any type of disagreement, anything that was unclear in these past two plus months with the Mercury retrograde and then even just kind of from the end of November onward. Um, I've heard of disagreements just still needing to be hashed out. So I think that this Mercury Mars on Sunday is, is starting to really close that chapter, which is fantastic. Like I said, Uranus stationing direct just uh, yesterday, Saturday, um, January 27. Uranus stationing direct. This is the last planet that is now stationing direct out of all the outer planets. And we're not going to have any retrogrades until March, I believe. So 
all planets are direct, meaning that our endeavors are kind of moving in a forward direction for the most part. And Uranus does represent our genius, right? Like our genius is also very active in 2024 and our desire to make profound changes in our lives. Like the world is changing, right? And then also I can feel that there's so many of us that are really wanting to make that pivot. And Uranus is a planet that does represent the pivot. So that station direct that occurred, you know, on Saturday this past week is still going to be playing a role into this upcoming week. And, and even it plays into the full, the, the new moon that occurs in Aquarius in about two weeks. So, you know, like this is a, a, a month where things are really starting to change. I wouldn't be surprised if people are, are starting to make those very, executive decisions about their lives, you know, whether it does look like going in a separate direction from a partnership, or if you're really just starting to, to, to deepen in your own individuality and that authentic expression. This Uranus Direct is, is going to add that impetus, certainly. So by the time we get to Wednesday, January 31st, we basically have Mercury separating from Mars, where it's not going to be as inflammatory, which is much needed and fantastic. And this kind of closes out the week. I mean, I could talk more about things that are developing in the week. Um, Mars is getting ready to try and Uranus. But I, I would say that overall, when I look at this particular week, it just feels like a green light. It's definitely the permission to start moving forward is, is, is here. And I know that, you know, like this beginning part of the year, we had a slower build to, to, to kind of develop that momentum. And, and now it's here. You can definitely expect swift action as Mercury will enter Aquarius next week and, and then Mars and Venus will follow suit at some point. But yes, we're, we're moving into a faster moving portion of the year. And that is what I got for y'all this week. It's a short one. I'd say that, you know, the beginning of this week is a lot more busy. And we're actually moving into the darkening phase of the moon. So things are starting to slow down a little bit. And just some updates about me. Excitedly, I will be hosting a three-part love and relationship astrology class. And I did a relationship astrology class a few months ago. But now I'm going to slow it down and make it very intentional and deep. And so this is going to be more of a beginner level where you get to learn about how to deepen in all forms of love for yourself, identifying love, knowing how to organize your attachment style through an astrological framework, as well as the subsequent classes are going to be about how to understand your relationships themselves and also signatures that are going to be desirable and undesirable in relationships. So Check that out. I believe that the class will be launching on February 19, and it will be a weekly class. And so that's going to be super exciting. I'm very, very excited to teach this. Um, spiritual warrior training starts on February 5, and we practice every day for an entire month. If you are ready to commit to yourself, your growth, your healing, uh, the deepening of your focus, the deepening of your spiritual practice, your meditation, the deepening of the, the quality and the integrity of your heart. This practice is going to really tighten a lot of, um, all of you, really. And it's really beautiful watching people start to glow 
basically just from practicing every single day. There's a very honest practice. I don't do anything. I'm really just holding the space and everyone is just showing up for themselves, for their lives. It is a beautiful thing. And so I really recommend this. This is the six spiritual warrior training and that starts in about a week. So, um, really, really, really excited for this again. I think it's very necessary, um, at this time because practice is valuable, um, during these times. So we don't lose ourselves. It's easy to get lost right now. It's easy to spiral. Um, and it, you're required, you are required to participate in the world at this time. You're required to be present. And we all take turns being tired. We take turns feeling frustrated and, and sometimes a little bit hopeless, but it requires all of us to have, you know, all hands on deck. Um, and I believe that practice is the thing that, that keeps us engaged because the, the ability to be, you know, in the heart and the ability to be really rooted in your heart, being rooted in life and what it means to be um, engaged with your life and in support of life. Like it, it, it's like we can't do that if we're disengaged from our heart space. So, you know, this is, this is the time where our practice is necessary. And I'm, you know, I'm honored to hold this space of just, you know, being in practice with folks and holding a space for practice. And I see this as a deep responsibility that we all have to ourselves and to each other. Um, and, you know, there's different ways of practicing, but definitely, you know, this is what I've cultivated in, you know, 10 years of, of really being on my path and working with some really great teachers. So um, anyway, y'all, thank you so much. And I will see you next week for uh, another forecast. Bless.